I remember when I started down the personal development space, you know, trying to be personally developed. I kept hearing people say that I needed to be grateful. Like, you need to practice some gratitude. And I'm like, I'm grateful. I say thank you. When I roll up through Starbucks and get my drink, I say thank you. I'm Southern. I'm polite. I'm also grateful I'm alive. I'm grateful. I'm a grateful person, right? Now, listen, there's a lot to this gratitude thing. Gratitude something that you practice. Say what? In fact, really personally developed people, they got these things called gratitude jars. Oh my goodness. Today, we dig into the research behind gratitude. We talk to one of the most grateful people I've ever met in my life. And we hear how these things called gratitude jars can make your brain, you know, happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What's up, y'all? Welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody. I am your host. Today, we're going to be on the gratitude train. We're going to be learning about a fun way to remind yourself to be grateful. Because you know we're getting old, y'all. Listen, you got to remind ourselves of stuff. Where's our keys? Did we feed our kids? Are you grateful? We need reminders. This is a fun episode. We got to connect with Matana Jacobs, who's literally the most grateful human I've ever met in my life and hear about these things called gratitude jars. But before we get started, if this is your first time listening and you're like, what is happening here? We don't know. We're still learning. But what we do know is that we want your brain to be happy. So we find fun tips and tricks to promote mental health and have a little fun. So if that's your jam, I would invite you to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. And if you like it, take a second, leave us an honest review. I love you forever. I love you anyway. And I'm also grateful for you. See what I did there? So the perks of gratitude, I think it's pretty obvious, right? I mean, like, there is no unperks of gratitude, right? I can't think of a downside of being grateful. But if you go to mindbodygreen.com, they have a very thorough blog there. It's linked in the show notes where it goes into some of the research behind gratitude, like research showing that gratitude relieves stress. It calms you down in tough moments. It strengthens your social relationships. Side note, <laughs> this is kind of a secret, but I'll tell you guys. Whenever Brian and I are arguing, we've been trying to practice gratitude while we're arguing. Now, if it's a full-blown, you know, like we're seriously upset, this doesn't work. But if we're just bickering at each other, one of us will go, what are you grateful for about us? And it's... <laughs> it's not a good idea if you're really upset because if you say like tell me what you're grateful for about me tell me while somebody's upset with you it's just not a good idea but it's kind of a fun thing if you're just bickering back and forth to kind of make it a little more lighthearted and remind yourself to be a little more centered but anyway gratitude can possibly strengthen your social relationships uh, there's research again mentioned in this blog that it makes you physically healthier I don't know if that means it burns calories. I think if it did, it probably does. That'd be an interesting diet. Fad diet, wouldn't it? The gratitude diet. I'm getting lots of really good ideas right now. Gratitude also lowers your risk of depression. It promotes higher self-esteem and it helps you cope through emotional trauma. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. We know what's good for us, right? You buy one personal development book, you know what chapter one's going to be. Well, chapter one's going to be, I believe I can fly. That's what it's going to be. But chapter two, you know what it's going to say. It's going to talk about gratitude. 
So we just got to get used to it. You can't just say you're grateful. You got to start committing to the gratitude, okay? We're probably going to return to this over and over and over again in this show because there's so many things to talk about in regards to gratitude. But listen, check this out. I found this quote from Dr. Snahal Kumar. Really hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Dr. Kumar says that gratitude is the practice of making space for appreciation. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. Gratitude is the practice of making space for appreciation. And you know one way we can make some space? Get a little jar for our gratitude. What am I talking about? I learned about gratitude jars from Oprah's. Y'all know I love me some Oprah. If you did not know, I need you to write down three things about Heather. Number one, country. Number two, coffee addict. Number three, love Oprah's. Okay. But in 2017, she said that gratitude jars were one of her favorite things. I guess she has a list in 2017. My favorite things of 2017. I need to do that. Right now, top of my list, bang energy drinks. You do not want to hang out with me when I'm drinking one of those mothers. It's not good. It's embarrassing. There's probably long-term medical effects, but just don't tell me about it, okay? But anyway, Oprah had a favorite things list in 2017 and Gratitude Jars was on it. I think that's where I really first heard about Gratitude Jars. But, you you know, Dr. Kumar was saying you need to make space for gratitude. Well, you can physically make space for gratitude. You literally drop your gratitude in this stinking jar. Some people call them joy jars. I kind of like that. That's cute. But can you imagine like actually having your joy jar like on the couch or something? Somebody actually sits on it. You're like, get off my joy jar, Janet. So make sure you know where your joy jar is at. But listen, I wanted to uh, connect with someone. Okay, listen, I know I'm a little dramatic. It's, It's slight. Okay, but I'm not playing with you right now. I have never in my life met anyone who lived, breathed, practiced, gratitude than this person you're about to hear from. Her name is Montanon Jacobs. She's the hope of this incredible podcast called Hope to Recharge, which is a mental health podcast. It's in the show notes if you want to check it out. But knowing Montanon, like it makes you, you know, you meet these people and you're like, I just need to be a better person. Knowing her, I feel like that because she's always so thankful and she's always telling me how grateful she is for me. And I don't, I can't even explain it. You'll listen to her and you'll, in this clip, you'll, you'll hear it. But you know, she had a gratitude jar. Of course she does. She, Matana has several gratitude jars, which I am not surprised because like all jokes aside, practicing gratitude, it's something you got to kind of train yourself for because we're kind of naturally pessimistic as a human species. You don't believe me? Open the Twitters and read that stuff, right? So we kind of got to reprogram our brain sometimes to you know, return back to gratitude and cultivate the kind of energy that we want to have. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. You got to hear from Matana. I reached out to her and I asked her, why a gratitude jar? Because you know you can just be grateful. Why, why do you need a jar for it? So many years ago when I was struggling with deep depression and I was not eating, I was not leaving my bed, I could not shower. I was a mom of three and found myself very fast in the hospital. I needed to heal. I was trying psychiatry. I was trying everything. And I noticed that there needs to be something bigger than just medication and therapy. 
after reading a lot about mental illness, I saw a common thread that everyone is talking about in the holistic world, in the self-help world, was about gratitude. If you want to change your life, you need to start with gratitude. And I grew up in a house that gratitude was very, very important, but we never practice it in a journal or in writing. We practiced it with showing appreciation, sending letters. We did do writing. We sent letters to people, but it was never accumulating a list of gratitude. So when I was really depleted, the only thing I had left was my mind, a little bit of my mind. And I realized that the change has to start with me. And I said, if every single self-help book talks about gratitude, something has to be there with a practice. So many books spoke about the gratitude jar. So I bought myself a gratitude jar and a journal. And then the more I practiced it, I was getting better and better and better. And it was something that was like my drug. I started getting addicted to gratitude and it was like an obsession and it became such an obsession. I started talking about it. And then because I spoke about it so much, every person that knew me well was sending me gratitude jars. They're like, oh, we saw this gratitude jar. We thought of you. So I had a collection of gratitude jars and I have little sticky notes and I put them inside. I love that she said, if you want to change your life, you need to start with gratitude. So I wanted to know what's the logistics, Matana? Like, tell me the deets. What kind of gratitude jars do you have? Which one's your favorite? The latest one, the latest one is the coolest one. And I use it a lot now. Um, we call it in Hebrew, a tzedakah box. A tzedakah box is a charity box. It's like a piggy bank, but it's for charity. Usually you put pennies or quarters or money inside and every few months you send it to the charity that gave you that little box. So this is a gratitude box saying, thank you, God, in Hebrew. Thank you, God. And you count your blessings and there's a tiny little post-it note um, pile that says, thank you, God, on the top in Hebrew. And every day I write my thank you, God, sometimes a few times a day, and I put it in this little piggy bank charity box. And this charity box stands by my candles that I light, light every Friday for Shabbat. It's my special little moment, a big moment, because there's a lot of prayer that goes into this time. And before I, I try to, before or after I light my candles to read what I'm grateful for and to go into Shabbat with a full, full, full grateful heart. And it reminds me of the week. And it reminds me how much I have to be grateful for. I told you she had lots of gratitude jars. Listen, she levels up, right? Like you got one gratitude jar in your kitchen. Matana's got one in every room. But it shows she radiates joy. She radiates gratitude. I wanted to know how has this personally changed you? Um, how did it change me or my life? Oh, my God. First of all... Just writing, writing not on a phone, writing physically ignites something in the brain. You get excited. Sometimes I start crying, even though I speak gratitude often. I do a gratitude meditation in the morning. I do a gratitude meditation night. I journal about it. I talk about it a lot. Every few words is about gratitude. My kids speak gratitude. It's our language. It's our heart. It's just our vibration in our house. But something happens when you take a pen to paper and you put it together, it ignites an emotion that no other mind practice can ignite. Sometimes I look through the letters and I see what was my emotion that day? What was I, what pen did I use? What color did I use? How much detail did I put into it? And it takes me back to that time when I wrote it. And I remember so many other details that happened in that moment. If I wouldn't write it down in this way, I don't think it would 
be able to ignite that memory and that emotion to bring me back to that moment, which is very, 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 very powerful. And for someone that healed from depression, using mindfulness and gratitude, I can't speak enough about the power of writing down what you're grateful for. And then your life starts attracting gratitude. You just live in a vibration of noticing everything that you want to be grateful for and you feel grateful for and your heart starts melting. I sometimes I I say to my children, my heart is melting from gratitude. They make fun of me, but that's the way I feel. I feel like I'm melting from gratitude. And it's from the most ordinary thing, like taking out a batch of cookies that came out delicious. And I'll dance as if I fasted for four days and I'm having a cookie or for a beautiful sun in the middle of a day. I react as if I'm seeing for the first time. And that's the power of gratitude and seeing that jar. It's like a lollipop jar. So if you don't have your gratitude jar, get yourself one. You will see the change and it's going to remind you and put it in a place in your in your house that's center, like near your coffee or on your dining room table somewhere that you pass a lot, maybe even in your refrigerator. Because when you do this, your world just starts evolving on a level that your greatest imagination can't get there. All right, y'all listen, gratitude's a big topic. We'll return to it again. But I wanted to give you this little idea of of snatching your gratitude, trapping it in a jar. That sounds so negative. But we have to be reminded of what we're grateful for. And I don't think there's any practice that can be wrong. I mean, you could do it in a variety of different ways, whatever suits you. But the intentional act of thinking about what you're grateful for, like Martina says, actually putting pen to paper, writing it down, collecting it. And here's the thing, y'all. Listen, return to it again. Read it. You'll learn more about this later. But in my journals, um, I journal every day, but I also reread older journals every single day too, because it gives me a, such a perspective of where I'm at in my life, common themes that have come up, and yes, things even to be grateful for. Writing things down is awesome, but let's open that jar up, read it, and start experiencing this powerful, powerful, powerful tool we all have, which is our gratitude. Listen, y'all find us over on Instagram at happybrainfm. Take a pic of your gratitude jar. Tag us in it. I'd love to see it. Is it worth the effort? Uh, Yeah. You know why? You know why. Because it makes your brain happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.